Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast to pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as we bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Rightfully Ours. God's Word presents us an opportunity to receive and achieve everything that God said that He has for us. Through God's Word, our Father is inviting us to receive and achieve everything that He has prepared for us. Things that the Word says are rightfully ours. Since the Word of God is absolutely true, then we might as well believe it so that we can receive and achieve all the things that God has prepared for me and you especially since those things are rightfully ours. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. It's important for us to know that he hears our prayers and he answers our prayers. Because a lot of us are not even sure whether God even heard it in the first place. The truth is anywhere near told. A lot of folks, look at your neighbor and say, he ain't talking about you though. He ain't talking about you. Amen. Praise God. But a lot of people don't even really believe that it is. He heard it and stuff like that. That's why they'll try to change it up and say it a different way. Maybe I didn't get an answer because I said it, I didn't say it the right way. Maybe I didn't say it with enough old English. So, greatest God up in heaveneth, what if thou pleaseth, just provideth me some thingeth or two, please. Maybe I didn't say it like that old deacon. Praise God when he prayed. God that created the heaven and earth and all the seas thereon. God who separated darkness from light and made all of it my own. Lord, I'm coming to you on bended knee. Lord, I'm coming to you. Come hear me, please. Lord, I'm coming to you as humble as I can. I'm just your servant. I'm just your man. Lord, if you see fit, come by here, oh Lord. Come by here. Would you please hear? God, I don't need much. But here's such and such. Come on through for me. Please come through for me. Because I believe. We'd be like, dang, he praying like a mug. He entertaining like a mug. Because some people can entertain you well when they pray. Because they have a gift of gab and an ability to put words together. And ability to be able to hype it just like they heard it hyped when they heard it for the first time. And they imitate that same hype. You don't need all that. 
I mean, if you can do all that, ain't nothing wrong with that. If you got the ability to do, that's not what I'm coming against. What I'm talking about is the fact that you don't really believe what you say in the first place. Do you believe he heard you? Some people still trying to get a prayer above the ceiling. Lord, if I can just get this prayer above the ceiling, you ain't got to get it up above the ceiling. You need to just get it out of your mouth and believe it in your heart. Because the word is nigh thee, even in thy heart and in thy mouth. That's the word of faith which we preach. God is right here. He's an ever-present help, not an on-the-way present help, not an over-there-present help. He's an ever-present help in a time of need. He's here. Come on, theological term is that he, he's omnipresent. He's omni, all, present, and, present, here. He all here. He here all, he here. Go to the bathroom, he there. Praise God, make sure he'll tell you, wipe yourself better. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because he right there. Are you listening to me up here? Trying to save you on detergent and embarrassment later. Praise God. He'll talk to you. He'll help you because he's always there. He's everywhere that you are. Does anybody hear me up in here? I, go, I love a God that loves us. Praise God. Go turn to 1 Peter chapter 5. No, you're not getting to get it out of your mouth and believe it. Jesus didn't say nothing to them about getting it up, to, getting it, getting, getting it uh, 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 up above the ceiling. Wasn't no ceiling where he was talking. All he needed you to do is say it in faith. That's all he needed you to do. And, and he told you, don't look up, look in. Do you believe in your heart? Do you have doubt in your heart? That's what he said. Check out. First Peter chapter five. John the elder was writing to all the youngers and telling them what was necessary in order to get your prayer answers. He said in verse 14, and this is the confidence that we have in him. He said, I'm about to tell you that this is it. This is it. He was about to tell them right where it is. This is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. He says, we know that if he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that are, that, 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 that are desired of us. See, we need to be confident that God both hears and answers our prayers. We need to be confident that God both hears and answers our prayer. Need to be confident in it. That word confident by implication means assurance, which means we need to be assured of the fact that if God hears our prayer, then God will answer our prayer. That if God hears our prayer, then God will answer our prayer. Of course, there's a contingency that we're going to talk about next time. We ain't got time to get to it. I'm just laying a foundation, brothers and sisters. I'm just laying a foundation. And let's start with the brick of the fact that you need to believe that he heard what you said. That if you, he heard what you said, then you should be confident in the fact that you're going to get what he said. Confident. Confident in the fact. You should have assurance that it's going to happen for you. It should become a settled thing to you. It should be settled in your mind that I prayed in such a way that he should have heard it. And because he heard it, I'm going to get what I'm asking for. And I can walk away with that kind of a confidence. I can walk away with that. See, we're supposed to be assured that God hears our prayers. And because we're assured that God hears our prayers, we're supposed to be equally assured that God answers our prayers. Which means to the extent that we're sure that he answers it, I mean, hears it, is the extent that we should be sure that he, ans- that he answers it. To the extent that we're sure that he heard it is the extent that we should be sure to, to the fact that he's going to come through. God ain't hard of hearing. 
God made like, what'd you say? What'd you say? Angel, what'd he say? I don't know. I was just saying holy. That's why I didn't hear because y'all just kept talking about holy, holy, holy. Why don't you shut up while they're praying so I can hear what they're saying. God hear what you're saying. Hallelujah. In fact, the Bible tells us that he know what you have need of even before you open your mouth. Before you even open your mouth, he know what you're going to say. Because he's omniscient, which means he know everything. He know everything. He has all knowledge. Science is knowledge. And the word omni is all. He has all knowledge. He has all knowledge. He said, if you have confidence in the fact that I hear you, then you should have confidence in the fact that I'm going to answer you. The Bible in basic English renders it this way. Verse 15, it says, and if we are certain that he gives ear to all our requests, we are equally certain that we will get our requests. Notice, if we are certain that he gives ear to all our requests, we are equally certain, which means the same certainty that you have that God hears you is the same certainty that you should have that he's going to answer you. The same certainty that you have that he heard you is the same certainty that you should have that he's going to answer you. The same certainty. Now, anybody here think that God does not answer their prayer? Hands, please. Hands, please. Anybody here think God does not answer their prayer? Hear their prayers. Anybody here believe me? He doesn't hear their prayers. So you're confident that he hears you when you pray. Let me do it this way. Let me do it the reverse way just in case, you know, you're just looking at me. Is anybody here confident that God hears their prayers? Hands, please. If you're confident, confident. You're not confident, baby, that God hears your prayer? Okay, well, then raise your hand there. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Is anybody here confident that God hears their prayers? You know he does. What'd you say, young man? Say it out loud, please. I know he does. You know he hears it. Well, that same way that you said that is the same way you're supposed to say that he's going to give me what I asked for. With the same confidence that you have one. Because it's the same. That's what it said. It's the same. Praise God. He said, if we are certain that he gives ear to our request, then we are equally certain that he will get it is what we request. Equally certain. Which means when a prayer leaves your lips, you ought to start preparing things for it. When a prayer leaves your mouth, you ought to know that it's going to come to the south. It's going to hit you in San Antonio, Texas. Why is that? Because you prayed and God's going to do what you say. You pray. See, God invites us through scripture. To come to him in prayer. And then assures us that, if, that, that he'll hear our prayers. All through scripture, God assured us that if we pray to him, he's going to hear what we say. Turn to Psalms number 65. Let me just show you a couple places. Just a couple places. We only got so much time. Praise God. 65. Praise God. Psalms number 65. We need to be assured of this, brothers and sisters. Come on, get assured of the fact that God hears your prayer. And once you become sure of the fact he hears your prayer, be equally assured that he's going to give you what he asked for. Why? Because answered prayers are rightfully yours. Psalms number 65. We have an assurance from God that we can come to the Lord in prayer and that he will hear our prayers. This is an assurance that he gave to me. At least that's what he said. And put it in print so I could take it to the court. Now I said, see, this is what you said right here. Psalms number 65 stands in number one. Praise waiteth for thee, O God, in Zion, and unto thee shall the vow be performed. O thou that hearest prayer. He didn't just hear it, hear it. He heard it. Because that word heareth right there, or hearken, means to hear intelligently. God hearkens unto our prayer, which means he hears it intelligently. 
with the implication of attention and obedience. Which means he intends to do. That's why he's listening to it. Because he has intention to do it. In other words, God is attentively listening to us pray with an intention of doing what it is that we ask of him. Jeremiah chapter 29, please. He's attentively listening to us. Attentively listening to us. Hang on, I said, what'd you say? What'd you say? I didn't get that. You know how you people give people instructions and they mess it up? Hallelujah. Amen. God ain't like that. God heard it. Jeremiah chapter 29, this is what he said. Starting with verse 11, he says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall ye call upon me, which is phraseology for praying. Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me. And I will hearken unto you. I will hearken, once again, I will hear intelligently unto you. With the attention to obedience, attention and obedience, I will hear you. See, the calling upon us is, is us praying on him. And God promised us that when we call upon him, he said, I'll hearken to you. In other words, I'll listen to you with the intention of doing what it is that you asked me to do. Proverbs chapter 15. Show it to you. That is good. It's good. Proverbs chapter 15. Say, I qualify. Mm-hmm. You qualify to God to listen to you. And you qualify for him to answer you. It's rightfully yours. Now, it don't belong to everybody. So don't play this off like it ain't nothing. Everybody don't have this right. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 29. I'll show it to you. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 29 says, The Lord is far from the wicked, but he heareth the prayers of the righteous. He's far from the wicked, but he heareth the prayers of the righteous. Anybody here righteous? Wave your hand at me if you're righteous. Wave your hands in the air. Wave them like you just don't care. And if you're righteous all up in here, let me hear you say, oh, yeah. yeah. Then somebody is <laughs> See, the wicked don't have the privilege nor the promise that, of answer prayer like we do. Wicked don't have that. Now, when it says the wicked, it's talking about the morally wrong. The morally wrong. Well, they just morally wrong. Anytime we're talking about morally, you're talking about something that pertains unto right and wrong. Whereas it's a known right and wrong. Whereas they're morally wrong. They, they wrong and they know it. That's why concretely it means a bad person. But it's speaking more specifically about an actively bad person. Not just a bad person. An actively bad person. Because an actively bad person has no promise from God that he'll hear their prayers. Why? Because God reaps. Let me do it this way. Because people reap what they sow. Amen. God said, I'm not mocked. Whatsoever man sow of that shall he so reap. You don't listen to me, I'm not going to listen to you. You don't do what I want you to do, I'm not going to do what you want me to do. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm so glad you ain't morally wrong. Because mm-hmm. an, uh, an actively bad person has no reason to be confident that they're going to ever receive a prayer. Only prayer that he guarantees that he'll give them is the prayer for salvation. If they pray for salvation, he'll answer that one. Anything else? Got no reason to believe that it's going to happen to them. Mm-hmm. They can hear you do it and say it like you say it and put the same cadence on it that you do and you'll walk away with answers and they won't. And they'll say, what's up with you? I say, I'm righteous. But you don't do everything right. Yeah, but I'm not actively bad like you. 
I might mess up every once in a while, praise God. And, I, and because I'm righteous, I might fall, but I get back up. Hallelujah. But you, you fall and lay there for the next five years and invite other people to be up in there with you, praise God. You, you lay your whole life horizontal. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We ain't that way. That's why God will listen to what we got to say. Turn to Psalms number four, please. I love the Lord. See, there's benefits of not just being righteous, but acting right. I said there's benefits of not just being righteous, but acting right. We God's precious, beloved children, not not hard head kids. Because we purpose to do what he wants us to do. We're sowing a seed every time we do. And that seed is going to come back in a return where God said, I'm going to do what you asked me to do. Because you did what I asked you to do. Psalms number four. You don't, I, t- I tried to teach Hanani, praise God, today on a perpetual interview. Everything you do, you're on an interview. Because God is watching every single thing you do. You're on a perpetual interview. That's deep. A perpetual interview. Because he's watching everything you do. And you are always a seed slinger. Everything you do, you sow seeds. That's why you ought to pay attention to everything you do. Because you're sowing the seeds for your future. Amen. Anyway, Psalms number four. Somebody lift one hand in the air and say, Lord, I'm asking for crop failure. On some of my bad seed. Oh, y'all don't trust me. Look at you. You don't trust me. That's all right. I don't trust you either. Now, you reap what you sow. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Amen. I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you. Psalms number four. I, I trust y'all. About as far as I could throw you. Praise God. Anyway, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. So, <laughs> Psalms number four. I'm just playing with you. I'm just messing with you. Because y'all, y'all, y'all Wednesday crew, I can say that to you. Praise God. If I said that to a Sunday, everybody, half team place would have walked out. Praise God, because they ain't mature. They ain't ready for all that. You can't have fun with them. Psalms number four, chapter four, stanza number three. See, God hears the prayers of those who, 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 who he's set aside to be his. Stanza three says, but know that, this is what you need you to know, know that the Lord hath set apart him that is godly for himself. Colon, the Lord will hear when I call upon him. The Lord will hear. When I call upon him. Anybody here been set apart by God? Because if you the church, you've been set apart by God. You've been called out of the darkness into the marvelous light. You've been called out of doing wrong and learned how to do right. Praise God. And God said, those of y'all who are set aside, know this. Know this. Know it. That word know means to know with certainty. Know with certainty that God has set you apart. You who are godly for himself. And will hear when you call unto him. That's exciting. God are here. Especially since we started off with the concept of the fact that because we know he hears us, then we know we have the petitions we put before him. So that's why he says, I need you to know this, that I set you apart for myself, those of you who are godly. I got any godly folk in the house. And he said, and I hear when you pray to me. Psalms number 18, please. And I hear when you pray to me. Oh, that's good to know. That if you can get it out of your lips, into the thin air, you'll see God show up there and get some stuff happening in the middle of your life. 
Psalms number 18. Stanza number six. See, our prayers come to the ears of the Lord and he hears them. Listen what the psalmist said. In my distress, I called unto the, upon the Lord and cried unto my God. Remember, those are all words and act for, for, for prayer. Called upon him, cried unto him, cried unto my, unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple and my cry came before him even into his ears. Even into, which means he heard every single thing that you said. Our prayers come to the ears of the Lord. He hears them. That's good to know. And since we know that he hears them, then that means that we can have the confidence that he's going to answer what it is that he heard. Why? Because we prayed unto our Lord, our God. And he heard us. We are the godly, not the wicked. We the godly. So we have expectation of it because it's not available to the godly, but it's ungodly. I apologize, Lord. It's not available to the, to the ungodly, but it's available to us. In fact, God promises us that I'll hear you. Call upon me and I will answer thee. That's what he said. Luke chapter 11. You have to all in the Old Testament. Let's go to the new. Luke chapter 11. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And don't tell me nothing about where the New Testament didn't begin until the book of Acts. Well, somebody forgot to tell God when he had his book published. They probably told him right after he finished publishing it. And he's like, well, dang, I done published all them books. That got four books in there that ain't supposed to be there. <sighs> Go ahead, send it out. <laughs> Go ahead, send it out flawed. Go out and send it out wrong. Don't worry. There'll be some people that'll come around later that'll tell us how wrong we were when we put our book together. Now, you're listening to me. I'm so glad they'll be here. That they can tell me how wrong I was when I put my book together. Luke chapter 11, verse 9. Here we go. Letters in red. This is what Jesus said. You know he the same yesterday, today, and forever, right? Amen. You know he don't say nothing other than what the Father say, right? Amen. You know the Lord thy God, he changes not. That's what the word says. Neither is there a shadow of variableness or changing in him whatsoever. That's what the word say, right? I'm just checking before we read this. And I say unto you, so if he's saying it, didn't that mean the Father saying it? And remember, the Holy Ghost is the one that anointed my man Luke to write it down. Praise God. So we got the whole Godhead in absolute agreement on this. Now, we, you come in agreement on this. And I say unto you, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. God promised that he'll give us what we ask for in prayer. All we have to do is hear us. Which means all he wants you to do is open up your mouth. Come to him. He's invited you in. And tell him what you need. There's be a song that said, call him up and tell him what you want. Hallelujah. Jesus on the main line. Tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line. Tell him what you want. Call him up and tell him what you want. His bills always paid. There's no drop calls in heaven. I said there's no drop calls in heaven. Hello, hello, hello. I thought I had him. No, there's no drop calls in heaven. Just call him up and tell him what you want. And God said, because I hear you, I'll answer you. We'll stop right there for the day. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. 
I hope even more that you're learning that the promises that are made in God's word to us are rightfully ours, especially since God's word is always true. He really wants those things for me and you. So let's believe God's word is true and do what he tells us in his word to do so that the promises he made to us in his word can actually be received by me and you. Promises that are rightfully ours. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the brothers in San Antonio and surrounding areas to a very beneficial fellowship that's held at Word of Faith just for you. I invite all the brothers in San Antonio to come out to the Breakfast of Champions Men's Breakfast this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Sisters of Word of Faith. Prepare for the Brothers of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my brothers that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. With a powerful word from God just for the brothers, that's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. Bring a couple brothers with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did. And they will too. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.